Skype of Cthulhu presents The Call of Cthulhu Scenario Horror's Heart by Sheldon Gillet. Somebody like to catch us up on uh, what happened last time? Sure. Um, we each got a letter requesting us to come to Montreal to uh, help our dear friend, uh, now Father Philip McBride, whom we each know in different ways, uh, for some secret mission. And when we eventually got there, having a little excitement along the way, uh, we discovered that he believes that there is a, uh, that the founder of the church, of which he is now the director, I believe, um, his heart, they think he found his body and the body's heart is still fully intact. And he asked us to, I guess, verify that it's his body and his heart, uh, St. Judas, St. Kuti, um, James of Andrews, his other name. Uh, the excitement on the way had to do with an attempted kidnapping of Mademoiselle Céline Lavoie, a, a Montreal actress on Broadway. And we thwarted the kidnapping and now have, I guess she's coming to visit us perhaps this evening, but we have an invite uh, to visit her at some point. And um, it seems like... Yeah, Daniel Boyle seemed a little uh, interested for um, perhaps business, perhaps social reasons. It's hard to tell. A dual interest in uh, the Lavoie family. Um, that's all I have. There uh, may that, be more. That sounds good. Is she um, coming to us tonight? That's the part I didn't... Uh, she said that she was button, going but... to come by this evening. I thought I thought she said she was going to come by this evening, and if we were available, we might go out, and if not, uh, they, we wouldn't. And um, at least Mr. Boyle dressed up nicely as if he were thinking that uh, he might be headed out on the town. That's right. Yep. That is correct. <clears throat> she did potentially offer a possible evening out. Um, you did, of course, have uh, dinner uh, with Father McBride, um, <clears throat> at the end of which uh, it was asked, and he did tell you, and I think that's pretty much where we left it, uh, you know, where is the heart and the body and so forth now? Um, and I did throw into the notes, uh, finally, a map of the church and the seminary. Um, yeah. Right, so the, you know, hopefully that's all pretty self-explanatory as to how those three things relate to each other. Um, I'm assuming that the middle map sits on top of the right-hand side of the left-hand map. You are correct. Yeah. And the church itself is taller, yeah. but single story. Right. And the unfinished basement is below the, sum is below the first map. And it's just the, right. Is that kind of just it, a, uh, go ahead. In, in the wall of the seminary basement. Mm -hmm. It offends my... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> They're your notes. 
Do as you will with it. <laughs> is it just uh, that small uh, niche that they found that they're calling yeah. the tomb, or is it like a door to a larger room? Nope. Just that niche. Okay. Um, oh, so he, I was I was under the impression that the area where the body was found, oh no, um, had been already re, reconstructed as something else. Like reno- there was renovations going on, and I thought where the body was found, they had already renovated it into. Nope. Uh, I guess I didn't, I didn't write that down, but no. So, so the, the actual location where the body was found is is more or less untouched. Correct. So that is then confusing as to why they found it, because the whole reason they found it is that they were doing renovations, but this is an unfinished basement which remains unfinished. Right, but so, they. In order to in order to build and and rebuild the seminary, they had to reinforce the foundation and the walls. You know, I mean, the, the walls of the basement uh, are the foundation of the building, right? So they had to right. you know, do some uh, remediation and some repair down there. Okay. Um, okay. And so where we left it last time was the question had been asked, and Father McBride said that yes, they have uh, the heart and kind of other stuff that they found in the tomb, uh, in the safe upstairs. Uh, and the body, uh, he is currently st- he's currently uh, storing uh, in a walk-in cooler in the kitchen. Hmm. And as soon as he says that, Funny that after a hundred years, he feels the need for <laughs> uh, <laughs> putting it in the fridge. But for however as, as, he years. Says, as he says that, um, uh, Madame Danjou kind of snorts, and she's you know she's <laughs> severely not happy with having part of her. Right. Having a dead body in her uh, in her kitchen pantry in her fridge. So uh, there we are. So there's nothing in the tomb uh, left of the remains, but we can get a tour of that area. And then the safe is upstairs in McBride's room or wherever it is, and he'll give us a, a viewing of of the heart. Correct. The plan. He was going to give us a tour. Okay. Yep. Yep. That's awesome. It would be very nice to see these things. Um, and I apologize. He said the the stuff is in the safe in a safe in the sitting room. No, oh, okay. In... Better. Well, of course you're more than welcome to see it. Uh, what would you like to see first? Uh, well, uh, since we're hard adjacent. Uh, Perhaps we should start with the basement. And then we can have a drink in the sitting room when we have come up. Sounds fine to me. Thinking of tea. I was not, but if you feel like tea is the proper drink at this time of evening, uh, please. Father Gautier, you are Catholic, am I right? Um, <laughs> yes, I am. Ah, yes. Why, what do you ask? Just, <laughs> you're very unlike uh, <clears throat> many other Catholics that I know, <clears throat> she says as she finishes her own drink. Well, you know, you can find everything 
in the creation of God. So different men for different times. I know a little bit, um, I'll say kind of happy, but at the same time, melancholic of being back here in, in Montreal. So it's a conflicted, um, conflicted feelings is what I have right now in my head. So don't mind my, don't mind my, my mood, please. Did you have some sad things here in, in Montreal? Yes, I, I needed to leave, unfortunately. Um, but um, there will be time for for other stories like that later on, hopefully. Let's go and take yes. a tour. Oh, were you a father in this parish? No, not here. Yeah. Not here. Always be my friends. I see. I would be uh, quite willing to listen to your story if you would like to talk at some point. Um, I will do. My daughter will do. There's always time for, for good stories to tell. The yes. good times in Montreal. <laughs> well, come, come. Let me let me show you the heart. Um, Father McBride pulls out a pocket watch and looks at it. Um, I do apologize. I, I have a I have another I have an appointment a little later this evening. Um, you, you're welcome to look at the tomb, of course, but there's not really much down there. Uh, at this point, uh, everything's up here. But let me show you the heart. It's really quite fascinating. Very well. I'd be, I'd be interested to see the two. But yeah, do you mind if I get some photos of this heart? Uh, certainly, certainly. I would expect, uh, you know, uh, need photos for the uh, publication with with the evidence, of course. Who, who's speaking? Who's speaking? Is that the father? Father McBride. Oh, McBride, can I make a psychology roll? This sounds very out of character for a priest. Uh, you may. And he is. <laughs> right, yeah. I wouldn't expect him to just, I don't know. Uh, that is a success. Uh, so the question is about him Allowing photos, you think that seems weird? Yes. Uh, yes. No, he is like he he is totally ex he is totally excited about, you know, if this if this can be proven to be the heart of the saint, you know, mm. then I mean this is this is a this is a real relic found right here, you know, in the modern day in Montreal, you know, this is this is this is big for the church. This is a big thing. Okay. Uh, he leads you. We... Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead, Jim. Uh, no, no, I was. <laughs> Shouldn't you just call the Vatican and ask them to send their experts? Um, are they on the way? Um, I you... I haven't called them yet. I, that's what I'm hoping that uh, uh, once you, you know, can when, once we once we can prove that it's that it's real, then we'll tell everyone. We'll call everyone. This is a great find. Very good, Very good uh, my he, friend. He leads you next door into the sitting room. 
Uh, and kind of sitting in the corner of the sitting room, there is a safe. Uh, it's kind of a medium-sized, kind of boxy safe, a um, couple feet wide, a little bit high, a little bit taller than that high. You know, kind of big, heavy, you know, ornately painted iron thing. Uh, he leans down and kind of you know spins the dial, and uh, you know pulls the handle. Uh, spot hidden rolls. Ooh, 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 ooh. We get to fail our first roll. Big old normal fail. success. Big old fail. Uh, that success is a pass. Uh, those of you who pass, uh, notice that there are uh, some scratch marks in the paint um, along the edge of the door where it hinges away from the body of the safe. Does it look like somebody's trying to break in? It looks like somebody has scratched the paint. Um, <laughs> you would have to take a closer look at it to see maybe why or okay. how or whatever. Um, said, okay. mm -hmm. No, go no, ahead. I ask, I'm not real clear where it is. You said along the hinge, along the backside, or along where it opens, like someone's trying to get your fingers on and pry it open? The hinged side of the door. Okay. Okay, that's fine. And are there, no, it doesn't matter. I was going to say, are there visible hinges like it looks like that might be a weak spot on the safe? Uh, no, the the hinges are internal. Okay. Right, in good safe design, right? It's just a yep. you know, solid door that sits into the wall of the safe and hinges and all the mechanism is internal. Curious. Uh, he reaches in and pulls out um, a tarnished silver, um, like a round uh, box of sorts. And he opens it up and shows you the interior of this round silver box. And you can all make a sand roll. And a fail. Pass. Pass. Uh, that would be a fail. Yep. Uh, D2 for the failures. Nothing for the success. As inside, there is what appears to be a heart. There's no blood, or at least no fresh blood. Um, but it is, you know, a muscular kind of meaty-looking heart um it's not you know bright <coughs> red like you know fresh meat straight from the butcher kind of uh bright red um you know it it's got kind of that not grayish but you know kind of almost starting to turn grayish kind of color of you know two or three day old meat hmm. when would hmm. he have died the 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 uh, Francotti. Um. Oh, that is not given in the scenario. They don't give a whole <laughs> lot of detail about him. <laughs> wow. Quite some time. All right. Some time. Some hundreds of years. Yeah. A couple hundred years. Maybe. Okay. Did you say it was like in a pan or something that he removed or a box or is it kind of? So 
Tarnished silver box. Tarnished silver box. Gotcha. So, um, Jim, go ahead. Um, did you put this in the box, or that is how it was? No, no, I, I put this in the box. Mm-hmm. So I will get closer to smell it to see if it has been treated with, um, with chemicals to preserve. Uh, uh, you can so make the... a smelling things roll. <laughs> Maybe um, no roll. I'd go for a no roll, sure. Okay. Let's see. Oh, that is that is a hard success. Uh, it smells of meat. You do not smell anything chemical. Interesting. You know, I'm since curious. I was sorry, I was going to say since I was a little bit taken aback and <clears throat> a little discombobulated by this after kind of a look as the father is leaning in and people are kind of discover, you know. Uh, getting a little closer to it, I'll kind of turn my head a little bit and have a look at that scratched up safe. Give myself a little breather. What do I... Is there anything special I see, like a marking scratched into it, or does it look uh, like someone was trying to... something, something? So it... it, it the scratches, you know, are, or at least appear random. Right, mm-hmm. you know, they don't look like they're in the form, you know, a sigil scratched into the safe or something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, give me either a mechanic repair or a locksmith roll. Are you going to be a locksmith? Let's see what we got there. Uh, that's a fail. But that's it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so, sounds good. That's okay. I'll. Alternate back and forth between the heart and somewhere else in the room and stuff like that while other people continue to look. Isn't this isn't this amazing? I mean, it's as you can I'll see, it's you know, it's it's a little old, but you know, it's certainly not. I mean, it's it's not even degenerated. You know, a heart couldn't survive like this for a few days, let alone for. However many centuries it's been down there. Yes. And again, how did you find it? It was they found it in the body, or yes, yes, yes. And the the rest of the body was uh, decomposed. A little more than a skeleton. Hmm. But let me let me show you let me show you let me show you the book we found as well. The The book. um, he, he closes the 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 box with the heart in it and pushes or pushes um, <clears throat> places the box back in the uh, safe uh, and then pulls out a small book. Um, <clears throat> uh, it is you know kind of a I don't know maybe you know seven inches tall five inches wide right not not letter sized but you know slightly larger than like paperback sized um the uh, it is a you know it has the covers are uh, wooden uh covered by 
a kind of really dry brown leather. Um, <clears throat> stamped on the cover of the book is a circle, just a plain circle, like a wheel or a donut, right? just a circle, uh, in gold, uh, possibly gold leaf. Um, there are uh, a few, uh, you know, and you can't count them, but you know, you'd guess there's easily a hundred pages or more. Um, and he kind of, you know, shows you, you know, the cover, and then kind of opens, you know, the book, and the interior is uh, full of writing, and it's written. Um. What kind of language skills do y'all have? French, German, English. Let's see. You have Latin. <clears throat> uh, okay. Um, none of you recognize the language that it's written in, other than it's all handwritten. Do you, do you recognize it? Can Can you see it? Do you know that? It took me a while to figure no. it out. Yes, it, it took me a while to figure it out, too. Uh, it's late Coptic. Coptic. That, that is uh, ancient uh, language of the, the early days, no? Uh, yes, yes. The uh, Coptic was spoken by uh, the, early, the early Christians, especially in, in Egypt. Hmm. The uh, the symbol here, the circle. He kind of traces, you know, his finger around the circle. Um, this matches the. Uh, there's this same symbol is carved uh, on the uh, the stone pillow that the body was lying on in the tomb. Is that still there? Uh, it is. It is. Yes. Yes. Uh, I I, th I think I I haven't I, I haven't been able to translate any of this yet, but. And I suspect this is uh, perhaps a journal, or I think, you know, more more likely perhaps like a, a collection of devotions and, and meditations. But um, that's that's what that's my meeting tonight. Actually, I'm going to uh, show it to a good friend of mine, uh, Mr. Lowell. Uh, he's a book collector, and he he knows a good deal of Coptic. So, book collector, perhaps we should. Try to copy a page or two before you you go, or at least I have. It seems that these disturbances, when they happen, often come with violence. I have lost many friends over the last months. Um, he check. He checks See, his watch again. I. I I'm sorry, I must be going within within a few minutes, but um, uh, Mr. Steele, if you wanted to snap a few pictures of the writing of the yes, book, uh, yes. perhaps that would be uh, faster than trying to transcribe any of it. Now, please, Mr. Steele, if you can. Yes, most definitely. Um, and yeah, he'll set up and take a few shots of several of the pages. And it's like, are you going to see this guy by yourself? Oh, yes, yes. Uh, Robert's a good friend. But with such a precious book, shouldn't you have somebody come with you, go with you? Oh, I'm not worried about the book. The, the precious relic is 
he kind of pats the safe. Um, is right here. The book I'm not worried about. Well, it's I, just a point of curiosity. I have to disagree with you. Actually, the the book, even though I agree with you in the sense of the relic of the heart of the saint, this is what is important. The book also has very uh, historical value to Vatican. Well, it may prove the the uh, the heart. Yes. So, indeed. indeed. Why instead Sorry. of going to um, the book collector, um, why don't we try to reach out to the Vatican or even to church and see if they have someone can help us with this? This is. You should not let this go over your head, my friend. Uh, well, Father Guthier, if you, if you think it's uh, think it's the right thing to do, we can certainly call the vat. We can certainly uh, call the bishop in the morning. Hmm. I I think that's the best course of action because I wouldn't like to, you know, you take him. Uh, rush decisions based on on the excitement of the moment you know or uh, of course correct sir um he looks at the pocket watch again um but for now if you'll excuse me i, I must be <laughs> off I, I do have to uh, to uh meet Robert. what one last thing father is is this is the book in good condition is it is it still all intact he, he kind of you know flips through the pages and shows you Seems to be quite intact to me. Um, hmm. I haven't had the chance to leaf through every single page, but uh, well, it's the, been it's the, been there for quite some time. Just give it a little shake, would you? See if any of the pages are loose. Uh, he gives it a very, very delicate and not at all upside down shake. <laughs> Uh, um, presumably nothing falls out when he does that. You are correct. <sighs> um, he slips the book into uh, a pocket. Uh, he closes and locks the safe. Um, and then uh, he uh, takes a small uh, sheet of paper and a pen and jots down some numbers on it. Uh, and he hands the sheet of paper <coughs> to Father Guthier. Uh, the combination, uh, in case you need to uh, or wish to take another look. Mm -hmm. No, I, I will keep it safe for now. I will just fold it and you know put it in my in my pocket, my church uh, uh, church pocket. Excellent. I I do I do apologize. I, I'll be back. I'll be back later. Um, but if if you wish to see the uh, the body in the the tomb, um, uh, Madame Danjou can uh, can show you. And the body is in the fridge and the tomb in the basement. Yes. Yes. And with a bow and a wave, he takes his leave. As soon as he's leaving, I will turn to uh, Miss Boone. Miss Boone, are, are you a lawyer? Yes, I am, Father. Shouldn't you, just, shouldn't you just go with the with the father 
and uh, make sure that he's not, you know, that this book collector is not not going to take advantage of the situation. Hmm. He thought he was a friend of his. Yeah, I, I'm. It's not the type of thing where he. I mean, I'm sure he, <clears throat> as long as he keeps it, you know, ownership is nine tenths of the law. It's not some type of, say, intellectual property that he's developed <laughs> himself. I think uh, <laughs> looks significantly at Amicellus. I, uh, <clears throat> I, I think he'll be all right. I see. So you're that type of lawyer. Okay, very good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, I will... I will turn towards the. Uh, you said there were some scratches, right, on the way in. On the side of the safe. Out of the safe. Uh, outside. Okay. Maybe let's take a closer look, Jim. If Jim, Jim was here, it would be nice. Sorry, I, I forget which way to press the button. Yes, scratches on the outside of the safe. Uh, mechanical repair or locksmith. Okay. I don't believe I have any of those. Uh, so I will just, you know, now that we're all here together, I will just say it. Interesting, these, these scratches, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, I oh. got a hard season repair roll. Well, if anyone uh, would know what it looks like when someone goes after a safe with a chisel, <laughs> it's certain to be. <laughs> Somebody's been at the safe with a chisel. What? <laughs> Have a look at these marks. They're quite indignant. And I'll actually get a few photographs of it. Is. Uh, Miss Danjou with us in the room? Uh, she is not. Hmm. She's the only one we've seen inside the, um, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, what is this? Not seminary, uh, rectory. Right? Besides Father McBride. Yes. Right. Hmm. Did he mention anyone else that may be, uh, you know, a servant, a guy there who takes care of the yard, all of the, like Those are all of the workers, obviously, were here. Oh, and they would yes. know all about it. They would. Um, Jim, yeah. I'm going to go and check the main entry door for this the rectory to see if also somebody has tried to break in through the door. Spot hidden. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to look um, at uh, Father Gautier. Sorry, go ahead, Gary. That's a normal success. Nope. Okay. Well, no evidence of a break-in. Okay, it doesn't look like anybody's tried to break in through the doors, but definitely someone's been trying to get into this safe. Yes, but it could also have been some years ago. Are they that's fresh? A, Can you tell? Yeah, that's a good point. 
Is there any rust in the markings? There is not. No, it's fairly fresh. This definitely looks fresh. Mm. Brother Gautier, I'm beginning to think uh, you had the right idea about someone, someone going along with Father Phil. Mr. Boyle, you look fairly capable. If you care to accompany me to keep an eye on the father this evening, I'm worried for his safety suddenly. You think you uh, will catch him up? Yes, we don't. Did you catch the name of the person he's seeing? Robert. Robert. This is the last. Um, I don't know how we would find a bookseller named Robert in Montreal. Well, Miss um, Danjou is here. She knows his uh, the business of the church. Sorry, go ahead, Simon. Uh, also, uh, I look around at his desk. Does he have like a um, uh, a book that looks like a dress book? Uh, no, he doesn't actually have a desk in here. Okay. Well, maybe on his desk he might have uh, an address book or something. Yes, yes. But yes, maybe. it is likely that uh, Madame you would know. Let's go across this one. Just go. Maybe you can catch up with him. You should not... Was he walking or was he driving, Jim? Do we know? I don't believe anyone asked. Well, I'll hurry to uh, to poke my head out of the door. Someone speak to this woman quickly. See if we can still see him. Spot hidden roll. That's going to be enormous Dead. success. The book is missed. Dead. <laughs> I see his body in the alley. Uh, uh, you do not. You do not see Father McBride at all. Mm. Obviously can fly. Miss Danju. You do see the streets are reasonably busy, right? There's plenty of pedestrians mm. and gotcha. So it could be carriages, the occasional car rumbling by. Mm -hmm. Does Miss Danju answer my call? Miss Danju, Miss Danju. Oui, oui. Um, Father Phil, he has uh, you know that you know some of his habits. Yes, you have been with uh, the church for a while. Uh, only since it reopened. He has a friend named Robert, a bookseller. You know this man, yes? A good friend, he said. I've heard the name. Yes. Do you know where his offices are? Uh, no, I do not. Did you know where Father Phil was going this evening to meet him? Uh, no, I, I am not his secretary. I do not keep track of his comings and goings. Perhaps he's spoken to you over a favorite uh, diner or coffee shop. Uh, he does not go out much. He's been busy with the restoration of the church. I mirror my eyes and look at this woman. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I narrow my eyes at you narrowing your eyes. It's <laughs> <laughs> an awful lot of narrowing back and forth. We don't know. I do not narrow my eyes. It makes you wrinkles. <laughs> <laughs> No, um, did he go to this person's house? Did he go to a cafe? We don't know anything. No, uh, we don't. Wait. Um, does he have a dress book or a book of phone numbers? Yes. I, as most people do, I would imagine, yes. Uh, where's his office, his desk? Uh, it is in his private room, of course. 
may we take a look because we've got a we're a little bit worried for the father. Oh, I do not think I can let you into his private quarters. That would be without asking him. That, that would not be seemly. While this conversation is going on, I want to just step into the street and begin calling for Father Phil, left or right. See if I get any response. Uh, you get some strange looks from the passersby. Have you seen, I, have you seen a priest? Things like that. Uh, you get some strange looks and some unpleasant grunts for speaking your rough English. Rough English, yes. We're about to give them some rough English. Okay. Americans. <laughs> <laughs> um, is anybody? Are any of you not seeming like you're like this is your most pressing thing at the moment? It is absolutely not my most pressing thing. I will occasionally glance out the window, but only because I'm hoping the Mademoiselle will come back. Right. Or will come here. Um, uh, Monsieur Boyle, would you uh, be willing to accompany me to look at the tomb? Uh, um, sure. I'm sure, sure she will come shortly. It's early. It is early. Uh, oh, yes, you're time. right. It's, they, stay, they start late here. Yes, yes, of course. Let's go. Thank you. Yes. I will. I will join down you. There, do we need a flashlight? I will ask the woman in. Yeah, we'll grab some candles or something. Yeah. I will go with you. I think we lost our window of opportunity to act on and try to follow our friend, making sure he's safe. Let's uh, so just uh, come, come with you. Just hope that. Uh, it's going to be well guarded by God. So let's continue on this uh, tour of the house. Yeah, I might come down as well and I'll grab my camera. So if you're going downstairs, you will need lanterns. It is, there is no electric lighting down there. Ah, yes. Okay. She trundles off to a supply closet and pulls out two kerosene lanterns and hands them to you. Yeah. You did take pictures of the book, um, right, Simon? Pardon? Sorry. Did you take pictures of the book? Of some of the I page? took pictures of the book, yes. Yeah. Okay, and cool. I took pictures of the heart. Very good. Let's, let's go and take a look at these. Uh, yeah. Can't all go downstairs. What if she shows up? What if who shows up? Oh, Manzel. Um, if you're all going, I'll wait up here. Not a problem. Oh. <clears throat> I think one is enough. She's not the reason we were summoned to Montreal, after all. I'd like to go downstairs as well. It sounds like everyone is going downstairs except for <laughs> Mr. Boyle. Right, because I volunteered to go down and was instantly flooded with others and went. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as it became a small party of adventurers into the basement, I figured this is a good time for a smoke break outside. 
Um, Madame Danjou opens the door and downstairs ahead of you to the right. You can't miss it. Thank you, Madame. You can come open the door when she locks us down there. Right. <laughs> um, she leaves the door open as you descend. You light your lanterns and descend the stairs into the basement. Um, as you go down, uh, you can you know smell <clears throat> fresh earth. A little salty, a little sweet, a little foul. Not, you know, terribly unpleasant, but not particularly pleasant either. Um, <clears throat> when you reach the base of the stairs, you can see that the, you know, the, the basement itself, the floor um, is basically just mud. Um, mm -hmm. You know, the walls are uh, stone and kind of following, you know, the, the entire, the entire space is, is open, right? Your lanterns just kind of disappear into the darkness. It's a pretty big space. Um, the, you know, so you kind of make your way across to the far wall. Um, and there is uh, in the far wall, Uh, there is um, a brick arch that the stone foundation just kind of arches over. And then, and kind of inside uh, there uh, is a stone floor like a solid stone floor like you know like a single you know large boulder or something kind of stone floor um with a uh, an indentation you know either kind of you know a vaguely body shaped indentation uh you know either kind of carved or or I mean, worn doesn't make sense but you know carved out of the the stone uh, and at one end of that, there is <clears throat> what, you know, if the indentation is the shape of a body, then it, you know, I guess, you know, stone pillow is really the best description for this. Um, is a rounded piece of granite that is about, you know, a couple feet wide and a foot tall and a couple inches thick. Um, and it, you know, definitely, you know, pillow shaped. Um, in the center of this uh, pillow thing, there is an indentation. Um, and in the indentation, there is a carving of what appears to be like a tassel, right? You know, like a tassel hanging off a robe or a cap or, you know, a window or a drape, you know, just right that kind of you know the round ball with you know the dangly threads <laughs> um carved in the uh, above the indentation 
uh, are the words James of Andrews. And it's not really, it's not even really right to say carved in it. It's more scratched in it. Mm-hmm. You know, in the sense of, you know, in the sense of, you know, as if you know, one of you were trying to do it with like a chisel, you know, it would come out like that. It's certainly not, you know, carved in, you know, perfect formal lettering or, or anything of that nature. Can we tell how old is the um, scratching or carving? Um, one more thing really quick. Uh, the most of the center area of the pillow is slightly discolored. Like the stone is is stained, not a not a deep stain, but a very faint kind of stain or discoloring. Um, you can make me a geology roll. Or perhaps a archaeology roll. Mm, let me try. Not very low. No, I rolled five, and I will spend four points and get it. Um, the letters are, you know, as I said, they're they're scratched, um, but the scratchings do have patina on them. They don't look fresh. Okay, so they're quite old. Yeah, but whether they're, you know. 50 years old or 500 years old out of your area of expertise. And I'm sorry, the the tassel that's carved or whatever into the stone pillow? Yes. Like, um, like a reese, like if, um, so if, if, the, if the stone had been soft and a body had been wearing a tassel when it lay down that's sort of the impression that it would leave exactly exactly okay okay i may and and was the door at the top of the stairs locked or was she just showing us the way uh she was just showing you the way um you did not see her unlock the door okay speaking of the door mr boyle uh, yes, yes. Uh, after the others disappear down the stairs there, what are you up to? Oh, well, I'm, uh, if there's an ashtray inside, I'm smoking inside, sort of looking out the window every now and then without trying to look like I'm looking out the window in case she actually shows up. And if there's no <laughs> ashtray inside, then I'm standing on the front stoop a little bit distance away from the church because that's, you know, disrespectful to be smoking right in front of the church but yeah <laughs> not not too far away yes okay so you're you're outside smoking perfect <laughs> <laughs> uh back downstairs <laughs> um would you all make listen rolls I will not pass. Aha! Five. Six. 
I will burn a couple of points to pass. It will you be should. an extreme success for a good old Patricia. Oh, okay. So I won't burn any points. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you hear footsteps coming down the stairs. I guess I'll uh, look back. Is it Mademoiselle Danjou? Um, as you kind of step out, you know, of the alcove back into the basement. Mm-hmm. So, you know, your your the lantern light doesn't you know isn't strong enough to illuminate the entire width of the basement. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you do, right, you kind of step out with your lantern, the footsteps stop. Did they sound ladylike, kind of older? Cooked ladylike, or do they sound like mannish? Idea, idea roll. Idea roll. Oh, man, why am I making these rolls now? It's an odd one. Heavy boots. Heavy boots. I um, I'll go to the others and say, "Hello, is someone there?" And I'll uh, sort of step to the side. Do I have a lantern? I would have taken a lantern out, probably. Unless someone else had them. So sure, I have a lantern. Unless someone wants to say differently. Yeah, I think you would have taken one to come look. Okay. You seem very um, pushy. I think you have one. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, Mine would be full with my a confident woman of the world. She prefers to think of herself. Sorry, Simon, what was that? You have one too? I said I I said my hands would be full with my camera, so I wouldn't have a Oh, oh but that flash bulb's gonna be blinding. That. <laughs> yes. Awesome. So yeah, does anyone answer, Jim? Nope. I um I will Push myself back into a somewhere um, shadowier. What is this unfinished basement like? Did you say they're like, is it completely clear? It's Does a it big, have like it, some tables? Empty, nope, completely it's just empty. a big open space. Okay. I, um, and I can't see anything over there, right? You cannot. I Listen, cannot. roll. Yes, let's do that. Ooh, that's not as good as the other ones have been. What actually is my listen roll? Um, oh, I have a good listen, though. Um, that's barely normal success. That works. Um, from the direction of the stairs, right, you definitely heard the footsteps stop when you stepped out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you hear breathing. Mm-hmm. But like fast breathing. <laughs> fast breathing. Yes. Masculine, big man, fast breathing that goes with the boots. They're <laughs> <laughs> like young, <laughs> young child who's was that, was that barely boots. succeeded on your what roll? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll say it's all right, and I'll kind of move closer. In the middle of the room, towards where the stairs were. Who, 
who's is who's 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 down there? who's down there? Alright, we're we're friends of Father Phil's. Who is it? It's Fri- all right. Fr- friends? Huh. I, I I don't are you huh? are you sure I don't I can't see I can't see you. Now I'll continue kind of approaching somewhat warily. There was a safe that was attempted to be broken into earlier. Um, as you approach the stairs with your lantern, eventually you get, you know, the lantern, you know, illuminates the bottom, you know, third or, or quarter of the stairs. Mm-hmm. Um, you see a man standing there. Uh, he looks like this. Where is he? Nope, not you. Him. There we go. Looks like that. Um, mid to late 30s. Uh, clearly from his clothing and its state of uh, dilapidation and general dirtiness, uh, a workman of some kind. Uh, heavy boots. His jacket is stained with sweat. Dark hairs, dark eyes, partially balding. Um, he looks strong, but not you know, particularly large. Psychology role. Everyone? No. Okay. Just me who's outside. That's uh, not quite good enough for a success. Okay. Uh, he is breathing <clears throat> heavily and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of in trembling. Sir, are you supposed to be here in the evening? Or did, did you forget something, perhaps, during the day? I, 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 need, I needed, I, I needed to see if they, to, if, if, if they came, if, if they came, 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 came. <laughs> He starts, he starts breathing. You know, his his breathing increases. Mm. You know, he st- he almost starts sobbing. Mm. It's all right. It's all right. Um, Father Gautier, Anna Celise, Simon. Yes. Uh, yes. Coming. Father. Oh, yes. Father. Going upstairs. Father, this man's in a. He's, he's in a bit of distress. It, it's all right. It, it, there's there's another priest. Are you here. okay? Well, are you okay? Um, Father Gautier, I assume you are in. What in a cassock? You have a co- you have your collar on. Your yes, your, yes you I are do. you are in uniform. I guess you should yes, be uniform. Um, Especially okay. because I was visiting, you know, my friend. Yep. As uh, as Miss LaForge steps into the light, and as Father Gutierrez, you know, steps into the light, you know, his eyes kind of, you know, you can you can both see he's, you know, he's he's trembling. He's you know he's breathing fast. He's kind of looking you know very quickly back and forth. You know, between the between the two new arrivals, as soon as Mister Steele steps forward, he really starts shaking and takes a step backwards up the stairs. No, the man, the man, the man. The man wait, what, wait. What is it? And his What's eyes just. His eyes just lock on Mr. Steele. Psychology rules at this point. 
Ooh, uh, that is a hard success. Uh, no more success. This guy is absolutely terrified. I mean, beyond I'm, terrified. I will and, back off and go back into the tomb to get out of his view. Yep, and it something, is. yep, something about Mister Steele, especially, as you know, is about to put him over the edge. Mm. Yeah, I'll uh, step out I, of his line. I'll, I'll get him past my psychology role, so I will just approach him. <laughs> it's okay, my son. What what is happening? Tell me. You're safe here. Hi. I, I thought. Do you speak French? Uh, we oui, we. Oui. Uh, he. <laughs> yes, he he is speaking French. Okay. Um, I I thought you were them, the the the, 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 the men from my from from my dreams. And he he looks again, kind of towards where Mister Steele disappears, and then he just starts babbling like crazy. So much so that a handout would, uh, is required. Oh, a handout. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. Handout. Come, come with me. Come, come with me. Let's let's go and uh, let's go to uh, uh, the capital. We can, you know, pray some some time there, and it's going to calm you down. Uh, I will start taking him away from from this place. Um, so actually. I'm not that far away because we can go into the, you know, kind of go back to the altar and yep. see that we're there, right? Yep. Yep. You can absolutely make yeah. your way into the church proper and, and sit in the pews. Um, he's he's talking the entire time, right? Basically, mm -hmm. the, the handout is is his, is, you know, what you are understanding of what he says. Um, he's talking the entire uh, time. He you know, totally allows you to lead him uh, into the into the church, and you know your presence definitely seems to have calmed him. You know, not mm -hmm. completely. He's still, you know, clearly very very terrified. Um, you know, but you can tell that you know your you know, your your warm Catholic presence has soothed him somewhat. You know, as mm -hmm. does you know being in the cathedral and 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 you know seated in the pews. So. Uh, mm -hmm. If somebody wants yeah. to read out the old the old handout there, we were digging out the old basement floor so that a new one could be laid without steps into the bell tower. When we came upon the tomb, we thought it was an old sewer and began to dig out the earth within and to break up the brick. Then we unearthed the feet. We all jumped and swore and crossed ourselves to see those dried bony things sticking out of the wall like brown logs. We went to the father at once, for we know that old graves sometimes harbor evil and disease. But he laughed and said, this is not a place of dread. Look you, these are the remains of a saint. I have dreamed of this day for years. But which saint he would not say, or rather said the church must decide. And so we dug out the corpse and cleaned away the mud from his body. How he had come, how he had not come to rot, I cannot say. A saint was buried there, and God had willed that he should survive the mud and the worms. Not like us. God will not smile so on us. The people who buried him had opened the body and cleared away the bowels and lungs. Instead, in the center of the body lay a silver casket. When I lifted it out, I thought to myself, ah, money. I was feeling jolly, being sure that the father would pay us a bonus for the find. Like a fool, I opened the box. No riches there, but a human heart. 
astonished that we gasped. We thought the father was amusing himself with us. It was no trick. When I took the thing in my hands, it was as though lightning passed through me. I put the heart back in the little box and ran outside into the sun. Beginning right then, my hand began to curl. You see how they are? Like claws. I can no longer straighten them. I can no longer work. I am a cripple because I violated God's sanctity, the sanctity of the pure of heart. I did it. I, a boastful man, I touched at the heart, the heart of a saint, and now it's killing me. After a time spent weeping, he finishes by saying that his dreams are being entered by a group of men who have eyes like fire. Every night they are there, and he is no longer able to sleep. He thinks that they are from hell, lost souls like himself, coming to claim him as one of them. If he has ever shown the heart again, oh, we probably don't know that part. Uh, no, he definitely says that. Oh, he says that. Yeah. That he will kill himself. Uh, by uh, he will kill himself as fast as he can. Yep. So the father either misspoke or I misunderstood. And I thought I specifically asked him if he had put the heart in the box, and I thought he had said yes, but it must be that the heart, this looks like the heart came in the box. The box itself is part of the uh, the relic, the history. Wow. Idea roll. Did you go? I was about to say, I don't think I would have heard much of this. Number one, I don't speak fast. Number two, I don't think I would have gone with the father. Um, you are correct. Um, from what McBride said, uh, he did not, he certainly did not say that the heart was found inside the box. Mm -hmm. uh, he did not explicitly necessarily say that he, you know, oh, I just happened to have this turn of silver box laying around and decided to put the heart in it. Um, he did not explicitly say that, but he kind of intimated that maybe. Right. Yeah. He absolutely did not say, yeah, the heart was found in this box, by the way. Isn't and he that certainly weird? did tell us that he had been having dreams of uh, uh, before, of, of that the body would be found. That is correct. Which, uh, I wonder if that is why he, he came to the church in the first place. Oh, wow. That's his... Um, very interesting. Let's Arthur, cut. What do you think? Let's cut back to the basement real quick. Uh, so, Miss Boone, you're still down there, as is uh, Mr. Steele. Yes. Yeah. I'll be Simon would have needed somebody. To... Yeah, and I'll come in there with the lantern or whatever, and you can okay. have a look. -see. And yeah, have a photograph of the tomb, a couple of photographs of the tomb, and also the inscription that we had. Okay. You can certainly get those photos. Uh, anything else while you two are down there? Um, so, oh, I'm sorry. Did you say this thing is like basically a big stone box where the kind of pillow and stuff is laid out? Yep. Generally speaking. Yep. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll kind of examine the box, you know? I mean, sometimes those things are, I don't know, hollow yeah. or whatever. Like yeah, that. I'll look for other inscriptions. See if I can find any more inscriptions or carvings. Or the area around it. Yeah, the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Spot, spot, spotting of the hidden. Spotting of the hidden. 
91. I spotted the hard things. Um, so this alcove or chamber or whatever was carved right out of the bedrock. Yep. And you do not find any other carving, carvings or sigils or inscriptions or anything else of any particular interest. Let's cut to the smoking section. <laughs> Mr. Boyle. Excellent. Yes. Um, the um, you you know you're, you said you're stood you're stood a little ways away from the entrance to the church. Um, the door to the church opens up, and you see um, Madame Danjou. And she, you see her look around. She catches your eye and waves you to come in. I will throw the cigarette on the ground, crush it beneath my shoe, and walk towards her. Uh, yes, as you, madame. As you get close. Uh, uh, Monsieur Boyle, there is a uh, phone call for you. Uh, it is a uh, Mademoiselle Lavoie. Ah, thank you. Thank you. Where's the phone? Uh, she leads you back into the sitting room where there is a telephone stood off the hook. I will pick it up. Yes, this is uh, da Daniel Boyle. Ah, Monsieur Boyle. Uh, it is Celine Lavoie. We met on the train. Perhaps you remember me. <laughs> I'll pretend to think for a few seconds. Oh, yes, yes, yes. How are you? Oh, I am. I am wonderful. Ah, I, I do hope that you are all ready to come out. I have sent a limousine to pick you up. Uh, it will take you to meet me at Le Bistro d'Or. Oh. It's a wonderful night spot. I, uh, my friends are wandering around, but I'll see if I can herd them all together. When do you think the limousine will be here? Oh, it should be there in just a few months, in just a few minutes. Uh, oh, very well. I'll see what I can do. It might just be me. We'll see. But uh... oh, I do hope that you can, that everyone can come. I do want to so much to say thank you again to, to all of you for your assistance. Uh, well, we'll see what we can do. Yeah. Uh -huh. uh, goodbye now. <laughs> I, I look forward to seeing you soon, Monsieur. He has a moment of deep, deep thought now. Does he tell the others? Right. <laughs> Against his better judgment, he goes to find the others. I make a listen roll. Uh, Ninety-nine. Okay, never mind. They could be anywhere. Yep. <laughs> we are. Uh, they were headed to the basement. I will stand at the top of the stairs and yell, "Hello, hello! Our our ride's arriving soon. If you want to go." Uh, Miss Boone and Mr. Steele, you hear Mr. Boyle calling down to you. I don't oh, think yes? He's a really quiet guy, depending on where the other people are in relation to the house. It's not... Hmm. It wouldn't be unheard of ah. that the other father could hear as well. Um, father Gauthier and, and uh, Miss LaForge, you can make a listen roll. Okay. Huh. I pass. Hard um, success. Uh, Father Guthier, you hear Mr. Boyle's bellowing voice. 
so here's the thing. I'm sitting here with this guy who yeah. is still shaking. So I'll just tell him. I have no idea, you know, who this lady is anyways. I, I was not with them. So I will stay here. I will stay here with this man. Why not? Okay. Oh, oh head upstairs and um, so that we can get ready to leave. Okay. Yeah, Patricia. Um, um, assuming you mention your indecisiveness, uh, Father, uh, I will. Uh, yes. I will say. Uh, uh, very well. I will. We will be back. I am sure before too many hours. I will. That's. That's fine, man. I will. Um, I will just sit here and pray with this young man, and and uh, yeah, I will wait for you. Very well. Uh, okay. I actually also want to, want to wait here for the father. The so. oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Father Guthier, you're going to sit with the gentleman for a time. Yes. Uh, and the rest of you are helping. Mm -hmm. And the rest of you are getting you know, changed. Maybe sending his way. Excellent. Yep. Oh, I'm, I'm ready to go. And I'm waiting. If that limousine well, arrives. Is the they... thing here? What's that? Yeah, I was going to ask if it were here. It's I don't I don't. It's coming on soon. I'm just saying that I'm not going to wait for a right. lot of. Uh, right. I'm used to changing quickly, so I'll get changed. If Miss Boyle take to get ready, she's on her own. <laughs> or Miss Boone, I mean. Yeah, Miss I was Boone. like, yeah, oh, yeah. Sorry. Miss <laughs> 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 Boyle. Oh. Hopefully, right? <laughs> we can only dream. Uh, so you, we will uh, follow y'all for for a bit. Um, so you, yeah, you get you get changed. Um, when you step outside the church, there is a large limousine parked there. Uh, with the the driver is stood outside by the door. Monsieur Boyle. Yes, yes, yes. Ah, wonderful. Uh, Mademoiselle Lavoie has sent me for you. Please, please. And who is here ready to go? I'm ready. That's fine. That's uh, so I'm, there. Uh, I'm there. Good, good. Mr. Steele, is Mr. Steele there? Because I'm not waiting for him. Oh, sorry, yes. Yes, yeah. yes, he's there. Gosh. Uh, all right. Um, are any of you not dressed particularly formally? Formally? I think... I, just, yeah, I mean, I think we knew this was coming, and, um, you know, we did have a little bit of time to freshen up earlier, so... I think Patricia's pretty well so put together. I didn't know this was coming before leaving home, and I'm not mm. particularly well off. So I think I'm, I'm doing my best. I mean, I'm 
I certainly believe that I should be dressed formally, but I am not. Um, okay. Yeah, I don't Perfect. know that I would have traveled with uh, really suitable clothing for uh, Maison d'Or or wherever it is, whichever golden okay. something we're going to. Uh, the driver, since, go ahead, Gary. Sorry, since Simon is basically technically sometimes lives out of his car, he does have a suit, but it's probably a little bit wrinkled. And um, that's what he'd be in. Okay. The driver looks at uh, Mr. Steele and Miss LaForge as you get into the car. Um, has authorized me to take you uh, to one of her father's clothing stores for something a little nicer to wear, perhaps? Oh, that would be wonderful. I was so worried. Indeed, it would be fantastic. Um, so the, the driver you know, kind of takes you through uh, to a clothiers, it's not very far, uh, where there is a uh, a tailor and a seamstress waiting. Um, and within about 20 minutes, uh, you are both kitted out nicely. A about really... 19 of that was Mr. Boyle tapping his foot anxiously. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a very nice... Um, tuxedo black tuxedo for mr Steele, and a kind of a, a really you know, lovely kind of elegant um you know floor length dress for uh, miss laforge um they, mm. you know i mean they they you know the you know the tailor you know if you're you know probably none of you are you know sophisticated enough to recognize that the tailoring isn't perhaps quite perfect but in the time allotted, it's shockingly good. Um, you know, by, the, by the time they're done, the two of you are dressed better, well better than the others. Definitely better than anything he's got. Already. The, uh, get back in the car. The driver drives you through town up to Crescent Street to Le Bistro d'Or. He uh, parks the car, gets out, helps you out of the car. There is a um, there is a gold rope and a queue of people uh, standing at the entrance. Uh, he leads you past the queue uh, to the doorman, uh, a kind of large, uh, stout-looking fellow uh, in a uniform with uh, bright gold epaulets. Uh, he leans over and has a quick whispered conversation with the gentleman uh, who uh, looks over uh, the four of you, salutes, and opens the door. Um, I will uh, take somebody's arm and walk in. I will offer my arm to you. And <laughs> I'll just walk in making sure that that is my camera. <laughs> wow. Just a holder. Uh the door itself is a heavy a heavy kind of carved oak affair. Um it opens into a foyer. Uh, with a uh, a red carpet leading to a coat check. Uh, in case any of you have any coats uh, to check. We'll need. 
Cold hour. Versus or whatever. Um, To the right of the coat check, there's a set of doors through which you can hear uh, jazz music playing. Mm. Uh, To the left of the coat check, there are stairs leading up, but there is a uh, a red velvet barricade across the stairs. Uh, As you check your coats, um, a uh, gentleman in a waiter's tuxedo comes forward. Uh, Monsieur Boylan party. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, this way, please. Mademoiselle Lavoie is waiting. Of course. Uh, he opens the uh, the doors, and you know you can see into the main hall. And you know, as the doors open, you know, kind of the full din of you know conversation and music and you know clattering tableware and glasses, um, you know, kind of hits you. Uh, the bar itself is is fairly dimly lit, uh, but you can certainly, you know, see um, people uh, kind of everywhere at tables in the bar and kind of standing. Um, most of them are young to middle aged. Uh, all of them are very very well dressed. This is clearly the upper crust of Montrealan society. Um, there is, uh, uh, there is a stage with a uh, big band playing, uh, and a number of, uh, in front of the stage, there is a f- good size, but not huge dance floor, which is fairly packed with dancers. As you walk in the number that the, the band with the number that the band was playing kind of finishes with a, a big cymbal crash and, <clears throat> the dancers stop and applaud, and <clears throat> the um, the band immediately starts playing something else, and the group immediately starts um, dancing again. Oh, this is lovely. Uh, the waiter leads you, you know, kind of through the bar to a small set of stairs, which lead to kind of an upper deck balcony kind of affair that looks over the entire bar. Uh, and up there, uh, it, the only thing in it is kind of is a fairly large round table. Seated at the table is Céline Lavoie. Hmm. Well, oh, lovely to see you. Lovely to see you. Uh, the, thank the you father so will much be- for inviting us. Ah, Monsieur Boyle, Mademoiselle Leforge, Madame Boone, good to see you again. Thank you so much for coming. And uh, Monsieur Steele, we did not get a chance to talk on the train so much, but I'm glad you are here. Thank you. Thank you. Um, She, she, you know, invites you to sit down, and you know, basically the instant that you do. you know, champagne glasses show up, you know, seemingly from out of nowhere. Uh, are you hungry? Would you like to dance? You you are my guests tonight. Please indulge yourselves. Thank you. We uh, had a, a fine supper, but uh, perhaps some champagne would be 
Very nice, and then the dance. Wonderful. Wonderful. Would be very nice. Stefan, come please, come meet my finish your business there. Come meet my friends. She says that to a um, a gentleman in his twenties uh, who's standing over by. Uh, so there's kind of an upper bar, you know, kind of a small bar here uh, on the balcony. Uh, there's a young, you know, clearly she says that to a, you know, a gentleman in his 20s uh, who is standing at the bar uh, talking uh, with two older gentlemen. Uh, he nods and waves and a moment later comes over. Oh, uh, gentlemen and, and ladies, it is very good to meet you for assisting my sister on the train. Uh, allow me to introduce myself. Uh, Stéphane Lavoie. Enchanté. Lovely to meet you. Daniel Boyle, nice to meet you, sir. Stand up. Give him a firm <laughs> handshake. Simon Steele. I'll give him a handshake and give him one of my cards. Boston <laughs> World. Oh, and a, a journalist. Indeed. Yes. The um, the uh, band finishes playing their song, and the uh, the band leader announces that their next song is going to be a waltz. Uh, at this kind of almost the entire uh, group that was on the dance floor um, <laughs> leaves the dance floor, in <laughs> uh, an entirely different group of clearly much older people uh, step up uh, to join the waltz on the dance floor. What brings you all to Montreal? This is the uh, the brother. Yes. Oh, we were in, we were invited by a good friend of ours, uh, Father McBride. Perhaps you know him. I do not. I hmm. see uh, one of the priests in in Mont here in Montreal. He is a. Uh, Assisted in the reopening of the Church of St. Cutis. Ah, yes, I have read about it in the papers. Hmm. Well, we are old, all old friends, though only some of us knew each other before. And he invited us to come see his work. It's been very, very exciting for him. Well, lucky for uh, our family that you came when you did in order to assist Celine with her little trouble on the train. Very unfortunate. Mm. Yes, has there been any more information about the, the man? Oh, no. No, we've not heard anything yet, but uh, the police have been the contacted. I'm sure they will do their due diligence. Hmm. It is to and, be hoped. And what, what business are you in, sir? Oh, I assist my father with uh, running many of his businesses. Hmm. I believe, as he looks, he kind of looks over um, uh, Mr. Steele and uh, Miss Boone. Uh, you've had the pleasure of visiting one of them this evening. Hmm. Uh, yes, thank you. Oh, Indeed. thank you very much. Please. The least we can do. The least we can do. 
I was not uh, planning to uh, to visit in such luxury here. This is quite the establishment. Well, I hope you to, uh, hope that the evening is a good one for you. And may I extend my condolences for you on the loss of your grandfather? Oh yes, of course. Thank you. It, uh, it was expected, but still, oh, he was a, a he was a good man, hmm. and he will be missed. Yes, it can be expected and still be heartache. Uh, spot hidden rolls. Spot hidden. <laughs> Hmm. Uh, the dancing is lovely. <laughs> normal, normal success. Hard success. Normal success. Okay. Um, the waltz comes to an end. Uh, as it does, those of you who succeeded, notice um, one of the band members, <coughs> a saxophone player, uh, stands up, he pulls out a handkerchief, wipes the sweat off his brow. And he cries out, Und And you see um, a young man pull out a knife and rush towards a, fa a somewhat rotund older gentleman coming off the, uh, the dance floor and stabs him in the back. Jim, so, delicate fighters of this. This will be good for the front page. Somebody jumps out of the band box and stabs <laughs> the guy. No, he just spots him. I will run oh, downstairs okay. to intercept. Okay. He um, he pulls the knife out, stabs him again, and the entire ground floor crowd goes nuts. There is screaming, there is yelling, people are running for the doors. It is absolute pandemonium. Uh, you can immediately recognize... Um, Mr. Boyle, as you as you stand and you know look to go back downstairs, uh, you're going to have to fight your way through this crowd. Hmm. Well, oh, Mr. Monsieur, Monsieur Boyle, Monsieur Boyle, no, 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 don't, do not, do not go, do, please, do not. It's oh, such a shame, such a shame. What, what has happened? Yes. You can hear the doors bang over, bang open as people are, you know, running over each other trying to get out of the uh, the bar. Hmm. Is this common? <laughs> uh, it is becoming more common, I am afraid, my friends. As uh, Stefan kind of looks over the situation, he steps up next to. Uh, Celine takes her arm. I think we should leave as well. And I Celine, yes, they will be closed. Celine stands up. Uh, please, please come with us. Uh, and he very slowly and very calmly 
leads Celine down the stairs. Into the madness or like uh, a back way? Uh, down the stairs. Um, so there's... Are you following? I will follow. Oh, yeah, and yes, yes, yes. Signal okay. to Boyle yes. if he's still down there, but yes. So, you know, the... the you know, the vast majority of the crowd, you know, like I said, is in a mad rush to get out the main doors. Um, you can see that in the intervening moments, uh, a number of large, stout uh, gentlemen, clearly dressed as bouncers, like the guy who let you in, uh, have charged into the room uh, and uh, with, with clubs uh, and are uh, bashing... Um, you know, some of the people who are still kind of swirling around the dance floor, uh, some of them clearly trying to escape, some of them trying to fight back. Um, you know, there's, there's yelling. It's a huge cacophony of both French and English. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the bottom of the stairs, Stefan immediately kind of makes a sharp turn to avoid going out uh, into the crowd and leads you behind the bar. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, where he reaches down and opens a trapdoor in the floor. Wow. Uh, where the, you, know, you can see stairs kind of leading down. Uh, Celine heads down and Stefan you know, holds the door open. Uh, you know, kind of indicating you to, uh, to go down. I will go down. Yes, I will. Oh, uh, okay, help, Dad. Um, uh, now, did I get a few photos before we head to head off? Photography roll. Photography roll. Let's see what you're made of, Mr. Cameraman. That's right. A zero seven. Oh, all right. Uh, <laughs> you did get some photos <laughs> off. You're, you're, I mean, they're not going to be great, right? Because the lighting in here is very dim. Yeah, That's but... an extreme success. But we'll see what you got. Yeah. Uh, you all head down the uh, the stairs, I believe. No one is staying mm-hmm. up here, right? Mm-hmm. No. Oh, no. Okay. I do want to make uh, very sure that as we head down, there's nothing that the uh, my dress will catch on. I would feel very bad. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Stefan follows you down. He pulls the uh, hatchway closed. And you can hear, you know, as soon as the the hatch kind of comes down, you know, the 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 the, the raucous noise uh, upstairs, you know, definitely softens, mellows out, um, becomes a lot quieter. Uh, you find yourself into in a um, a very well lit cellar, uh, you know, filled with uh, racks of uh, wine bottles and uh, beer kegs. Is this also uh, one of the family business? I say to Stefan, probably in French. Uh, yes, yes. We, ah, we, that is lucky we, for us. Um, there is, in uh, the cellar, there is uh, a staircase leading up, besides the one that you came down. There is uh, a door and another door. Uh, he opens one of the doors, 
that leads to a dark hallway. Uh, this way, please. Uh, yes. Uh, into the dark. Yeah, I'm confused. I thought we were just going out. Yes, we... yes. This is the way out. Okay. Um, Stefan and uh, Celine kind of lead you down uh, this, this dark hallway, uh, which runs for a little ways. Uh, that in, It ends at a door. Stefan opens the door. Uh, just outside the door, there is a single uh, electric light bulb illuminating an alleyway. Hmm. As you come out of the alleyway, um, you, know, you can see you know, Stefan and uh, Celine you know, just a few steps ahead of you. Um, coming towards them, uh, are six, sorry, four, four, um, not six, four, um, four kind of, uh, louty looking fellows. Three of them have clubs. One of them has a knife. The, uh, the, the guy with the knife, you know, the guy with the, Kind of Stefan and uh, Celine kind of stay, take a half step back. Um, the the three with the clubs, you know, are just kind of slapping the clubs into the palms. The one with the knife holds it up, twists it, brings it up to his face, kisses the blade. That was a very nasty thing you did, Lavoir, and stupid. You got the wrong man. William wasn't our leader. They, they take a step closer. I pull out my gun and step in front. I back up. He is safe from you. We know what you are doing. You cannot win this war. You never could. And with that, we will go into dex order. Give me just a moment here to find my dex order. I should have been prepared. I apologize. There we are. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Steele is not in the list. Mr. Steele's dex is 60. 60. So we will slot you into the list there. Uh, the fellows, let's see, where are they going to go? And uh, let's see, that's going to be that number. Uh, that will be, whoops. Uh, no, that's that guy. Uh, and he has that. And this guy is way down here. And he is this. And we have this guy. Kind of missing Stanley right now. <laughs> Indeed. I'm useless in combat. Uh, and then we have. Great. Uh, he probably would have his own club. This guy. He's got a truck. 
That's right. <laughs> That's right. I'm driving down the road now with a truck. Uh, let's cut Uh-oh. very quickly back to Father Guthier. Say your prayer for us, Sitting in the uh, quiet church, I assume you're still praying. Um, you have learned, by the way, he has you know definitely calmed down. You uh, have definitely uh, helped. Um, uh, you have learned his name is is Arthur Deschamps. Uh, he was a construction worker on the church. Uh, Madame Danjou knows him. Uh, she brings you, you know, she brings the uh, two of you tea. I assume there's nothing else in particular that you would like to be doing, Father Gutier, at this point. So, not. They haven't tell us where the body is, have they? Oh yeah, they did. I I will just um, is it is it in the house? I miss that part. It's in the kitchen. <laughs> it's in the fridge. I'll, I'll go and take a look at the body. You know, after you know, I will just basically pray with this guy and then helping out um, and tell him, you know, go and pray, take some rest. There are no demons and blah blah blah, and pushing out out of the door and then go to see the body. Yep. Okay. Um, Madame Nanjou will show you where the body is in the pantry. Uh, she won't get very close. Um, uh, it is in a walk-in cooler. Uh, there is, sure enough, a, a body lying uh, on top of a number of blocks of ice um, uh, with, uh, you know, the ice is sitting on uh, some wood and cloth. Uh, and the body is, it is a body uh, covered by a surplus. Okay. I presume you would roll it back to have a look. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I want to take a look at the, the body just to see how well preserved it is and all that. So uh, it is a fairly, a, a scrawny skeletal uh, cadaver. Um various it's actually the the bones aren't white nor are they gray uh it's all kind of shades of um light and dark kind of reddish brown uh it really kind of gives you the feeling as strange as it may sound like it's been soaked in tea it has that kind of tea stained color about it um the uh, there is you know there is skin there but it's all you know very leathery mummified um but mm-hmm. the body has clearly been eviscerated uh, mm-hmm. all of the internal organs are missing uh completely dehydrated um you know if you kind of reach out and and touch it you know it it's almost wants to you know you know bits of it crumble into dust Oh wow! No, I won't be touching anything. <laughs> the uh, you know the the fingernails are you know the the hands have you know kind of long sharp fingernails. The uh, the the nose is kind of a long <coughs> hawk like nose. Is it normal the the fingernails? Um, you are a priest. You would have seen mm-hmm. seen plenty of dead bodies. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as the skin kind of pulls back from the hands, that the nails would seem to uh, 
uh, sure. get longer. Um, the you know the the where the hair was is just kind of fused into uh, you know the 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 skin. It's just kind of a massive you know leathery petrified dead bodiness. Um, the there is a strip of what seems to be skin, although you know you can't really tell. You know, was it this person's skin or something other skin or some kind of leather or something uh, that is covering the mouth and the chin? Covering the mouth and the chin, so I cannot see the teeth. That's what right. you're saying. Right. Right. Is it? Um, is it like just? they grab a piece of uh, skin and put it on top of it or did they actually yes. kind of okay that one mm -hmm. uh the body is dressed in a undershirt uh it's like a knee length you know undershirt like a bed shirt kind of thing uh wool mm -hmm. um, very faded but you would guess some kind of light blue color uh emblazoned on the chest of the undershirt is the same kind of gold ring that you've seen before. Uh, and there is a gold torque around its neck. And on the small fingers of each hand, there is a small plain gold ring. Do they have any encryptions? Are you going to take them off to look? Yes. If if it doesn't break the fingers, yes. Dex roll. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm, Seventeen. Yes, that is a pass. You can slip the rings off. They do not have inscriptions on them. Put it back on. Okay. Uh, let's get back to the fight. Uh, Mr. Boyle, I believe you said you were stepping forward with your gun held high. Uh, I am, and I will say, and this is, I say, if the first person steps forward, I shoot, and I will hold my action to see if one of them steps forward. Uh, they all step forward. Well, then I will shoot the leader-looking guy. This is none of your business, American. Hmm. Go ahead and make a roll. I will take two shots. I'm assuming. How close are they? I assume they're point blank. Yeah, close enough. Yep. All right. So that is our. So the first one's a success, and second one's a success. Uh, roll some damage. I will. I will roll a three and a nine. Uh, he drops. Uh, one of the gentlemen with the club steps forward to swing said club at your head. I will said dodge if I can. You may dodge. I will not dodge. Uh, you will be taking some damage. Let me find, and where is the club? There is the club. Ooh, that's going to hurt. Eh. <laughs> oh, come on. There you go. A one and a one. Two points. Wow. Nice. Six plus D4, take two. Oh, yeah. um, and it's that guy, uh, Ms. Boone. 
<laughs> Run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Hmm. We're Although, in don't alley, you have a you gun? Think. Oh, well, you know, hmm, I don't know if she had one. Maybe I do. I. Hmm. Oh, I thought I she know. did. Well, maybe she started carrying one after the last uh, incident, though. <laughs> I mean, that, that actually makes a lot of sense. That's what I thought um, when you said that. I don't know if I would have had a gun to begin with. Um, I don't know. I didn't say it specifically. So let's say no. Um, really? What's, well, maybe a luck roll? I don't know. What do you think there, Jim? No or maybe? Oh, do you have your gun? Sure. Luck roll if you want. Okay, let's give it a go. No, no gun. Um, it's an alleyway, though, right? Yes. Uh, um, what? Um, she might threaten someone, but maybe just with words. What do I see laying around here? Like, is there anything like a brick or something like that? Maybe I could, or something trash can lid I could hold in front, or <laughs> uh, absolutely, you can have a trash can lid. The trash can lid. <laughs> okay. Yeah, she'll sort of grab a trash can lid and uh well the guy's hitting Mr. Boyle. He's already dropped one. Yeah, what the heck? She's pretty bossy. She'll she'll stick her nose in there. Let's see if she can whop him with the lid. Um Or, you know, the other one. She'll throw it at the other one. How about that? Little throw roll with a 98. Throwing it at the other guy. That was a That's long a good... time for a lot of nothing, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the trash can the right amount of time. Yes. Falls, falls back to your feet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mr. The little handle comes off, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, are they both involved in the fight with um uh they're both attacking uh daniel well there's one on the, there's one on the ground there's one who's attacking uh mr boyle and the other two uh they are not nearly as fast as the rest of you so you don't know okay. what they're up to. um i might help mr boyle out i'll throw a punch at okay guy. now i have to ask what does Mr. Steele do with his camera while he throws oh, a punch? Oh, true, yes. Um, actually, no, he'll stay back and protect uh, <sighs> the camera and <laughs> and Miss LaForge. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You will guard the camera and Miss LaForge. I'm not sure which of those in, is most In that order. In that order. <laughs> <laughs> about right. Uh, Miss LaForge. Uh, what is... Um... Stefan and uh, and uh, Miss Lavoie, what is their sort of take on this? Uh, are you waiting around to find out? You will find out in a moment. Well, um, yeah, I'm definitely. I'm looking to them to see what they're what they are doing, and then I will react to that. Yes. Uh, okay. Um, so as you look to them, you see two things. Um, first, you see Stefan charge forward and attempt to and yes um kind of rugby tackle the other two assailants 
the three of them kind of go sprawling. So that was sort of what I was expecting, and I will move to uh, Miss Lavoie and uh, as you she's, do, unless she's fighting, yeah, I'll see what she does. As you do, um, Celine leaps up and grabs a hold of a fire escape. Mm-hmm. And swings forward far enough that she lands behind the others. Wow. Not what I was expecting. That's wonderful. Does that look natural? Uh, it looks very it looks very impressive. Like something <laughs> very that... graceful in a nice dress. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. And heels. I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't look impossible, right? It doesn't look magical or, you know, super heroic, but certainly, you know, Olympian. One might say. Hmm. Mr. Boyle. Really? Did they not do anything? They got rugby tackled. Oh, so they're out of it. Oh, so they are yeah. down. So is any none of them are standing though, right? Uh, no, the guy who swung and hit you for two points of damage is standing right in front of your nose. Oh, not for not for long. Oh, he's right in front of me, though. Yeah, I guess I will use my... Uh, he's too close to shoot, so I guess I will hit him with the pistol. Okay. Pistol whip him. Uh, I will succeed in such a thing. Uh, how well will you succeed? Oh, just just barely well. I mean, just <laughs> just just succeed, not anything. It- a normally kind of well? Very normal, not extraordinary or hard. Or I, I do apologize. He hardly succeeds in fighting back at you. Uh, you may have five points of damage as he whacks you with the club. Okay, well, now he's getting somewhere. <laughs> now he's getting shot. <laughs> oh, there's my zero one to stay conscious. Good, good, good. Uh, oh, wow. Uh, and he will take another swing at you with the club on his go. I will try dodging. Ooh. Uh huh. I have dodged. Uh, how well have you dodged? Just regular old dodging. Uh, that's good enough. Uh, <laughs> Why did you ask that? There was a lot of tension there for not much. Well, you, you might, you might exactly. You might have wanted to spend luck to, uh, you know, to improve that success. Yeah. But uh, you got lucky that time, yep. uh, Ms. Boone. All right. So maybe this is an empty trash can now that it's missing its lid. <laughs> and uh, that I is very of, unlikely. <clears throat> very unlikely. I think you would have to be extremely lucky for the trash can it's in this alleyway lucky. to be empty. Well, you know, I mean, quite honestly, she's not going to pick up the trash can and slam it on somebody's head. Maybe she can just like kick it in between the. Um, you know, one of the guys, uh, Mr. Boyle, there to try to disrupt things to give him uh, some sort of advantage. You can certainly kick it at the scrum that is Mr. Boyle and the guy with the club uh, mm. in order to disrupt both of them. Mm. Um, is the, um, I lost track of the other guy. He dropped one. There's one guy here. Is the other guy about to lay into him as well? Uh, Stefan t- tackled the other two. The other two. Yes. Okay. So the three of them are kind of in a scrum on the ground at the moment, and we don't know what has happened with them. Gotcha. 
but we have some idea this guy's going to punch me. Yeah, I was about to say, I might just, just try to grab his hand. That's probably just the, instead of getting creative with things, just do the quick sign of the cross, even though she hasn't been, well, she's been to church just recently, so maybe that'll help. And uh, do a fighting draw to see if she can grab the guy's arm. Hallelujah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> let's see, what is the, the base? I'm sure I don't have anything else. There is 25. So I'll spend three luck to make that a hard success. Okay. I'm sorry. What were you actually doing after all that? That's a, a hard success? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's going to grab a hold of the guy's arms to keep him from um, going into Mr. Boyle again. Uh, okay. And you got a hard success? I did. Yeah. He got a zero two on his dodge. Oh, my God. <laughs> Mr. Steele. Guarding your camera and uh, Miss LaForge. Get in there, Simon! Maybe you can I'll, hand I'll your camera to somebody my... nearby as your action. Yeah, I'll give my camera to Miss LaForge and go up and kick the dude. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, which? The one that uh, Mr. Boyle is fighting? Yes. Yes, okay. Go right ahead. Uh, so with a bonus, bonus die. dice. Yep. Yeah, cool. So, 73 or uh, a 73 or a 73. I miss. Okay, Miss LaForge, you have a camera. Uh, if only I had photography. Um, I will um, start to see if I can circle around to get sort of near where Miss um, Lavoie has gone. Uh, okay. You can certainly do that. <clears throat> um, uh, Stefan and uh, one of the gentlemen uh, are particularly kind of rolling around, um, punching at each other. Uh, the other club gentleman stands up and just as he does, he is knocked to the ground by a large black dog. Hmm. Um, Mr. Boyle. Sorry, did the guy who is clubbing at me, is he distracted enough that he's not doing anything? Uh, he is dodging uh, Ms. Boone and Mr. Steele in swinging his club at all three of you. Oh, so I still have time for one more shot. Okay, well, I'll take another punch at him. Okay. There's no bonus die for me, though, right? Because I'm first up. Yep. What you get for having that high dex? That'll teach me. Uh, uh, nope. Nope. Didn't make it. Okay. Um, he will take a swing of the club at um, uh, the latest arrival into your scrum, Mr. Steele. Do you care to dodge or fight back? Or um, I'll be dodging. Suck it up. I better dodge him. So I rolled an O three. Okay. Uh, he misses badly. Uh, Ms. Boone. Um, well, 
a minute now, she's going to, um, yeah, she'll try to grab him again, try to get a hold of those, those arms and uh, hold them still for the menfolk. Uh, or maybe hold the menfolk. It's a 99. Maybe she just... <laughs> maybe she wraps maybe herself she... around the club as it's coming down on her head. Yes. <laughs> That's what I think she's got to do. Holds onto it nicely. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mr. Steele. Okay, he's going to try grabbing her, grabbing him as well, trying to... So... That's a 72, but I do have a bonus dice. A 92, so, yeah, that failed. Okay. Oh, wait. Did I have a bonus die on that, too? I forgot about that. You did have a bonus <laughs> yeah. die. Let's, let's see if it's an odd 9 instead of a 99. Well, a 49 still is still bad. Okay. Uh, Miss LaForge. So am I able to be moving around or is the combat yes. sort of too big? Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, you, you can kind of make your way in the general direction of where Celine went. And does she look like she was like running or was she trying to go around and then backstab one of these guys? Uh, spot hidden roll. All right. Or release the guard dogs. Uh, 17 is a hard success. Uh, she... Uh, you know, basically did this nice kind of leap over the entire scrum mm -hmm. uh, and calmly disappeared down the alley. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll start moving down the alley um, with, uh, with the camera with the assumption that she must be going for something useful. Okay. Um, uh, Stefan and the one uh, gentleman continue to punch each other. Uh, the dog snarls and, oh good, um, and in a rather uh, large spray of blood, mm. tears out the guy's throat. Well, there you have it, folks. Mr. Boyle. The dog is the MVP so far. <laughs> no, you you took down the first. You took down the knife That's guy. True. I will try hitting this guy again. You're tied. You're tied. <laughs> tied with the dog. Great. Well, I'm not making any progress, so I miss. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a chance to get ahead here. Um, he will swing his club at uh, Ms. Boone. Who would care to dodge or fight back? <clears throat> She will dodge if she can. Uh, she cannot. Uh, he misses. Apparently, he's only effective at fighting uh, Mr. Boyle. Uh, he doesn't want to hit a lady. Mr. Steele. Yes. You're done. Okay. okay. Try again to tackle this guy and pull him down to the ground. 17. That is... I, I think it's just a normal success. Uh, okay. Uh, you have yeah. him tackled. Uh, Ms. LaForge, you're headed out the alley. Celine, yes. Where are you? What have you got? Um, yeah, they're down the alleyway. Okay. 
Stefan kind of throws the the club wielding gentleman that he was fighting um, is able to push him away from him. Uh, the dog leaps at the club guy that Stefan was fighting. Uh, the club guy swings at the dog and catches the dog kind of square in the face. The dog yelps and falls back. Mr. Oh. Boyle. Now I will swing with vigor. <sighs> no, no, you I will not. You should have a stuff. There's so many people around here. I'm not used to fighting in a crowd. <laughs> you should have a bonus stuff because I got them grappled. No. Uh, oh, that's interesting. Is that true? Um. Yes. Sure. Because uh, steel has. <laughs> Stop this combat. Yes. Oh, look! A success. <laughs> Roll some damage. Yeah, it's, it's not very much though. It's just a D3. But oh, that's a three. It's not nothing. No, it's it's no dog, but it's something. Uh, Mr. Steel. Would you make a strength roll, please? Uh, my strength of 30. A zero seven. So that is a hard success. Uh, he throws you off. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ms. Boone. In all that throwing off and getting tackled and all that, did he by any chance drop his bat or club or whatever it is? I know he there's some not. other ones around, probably, because there's yeah. some dead folk. There's at least a knife and a club. A knife and a club. Belonging to two dead fellows. <clears throat> um, would she be able to... Well, there's a lot of Diana back here. Maybe, I don't think just things have progressed quite that far. Maybe if she can grab a club, she'll take a shot at the guy. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Would he be fighting back or dodging? <laughs> Against your 01. <laughs> Against my 03 extreme Ooh, success. Uh, yeah, you you win that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> D6 <laughs> plus damage bonus. Okay, we'll have a look at that. Uh, two. two. That's not very much. You could have done more with a fist. Well, he was filled with praise over my three. Your two is crap, though. Ow. Exactly. Well, it's all Ow. relative. I mean, you know. He had a club. He's finally I mean. done something right. Uh, Mr. Steele. Okay. So, um, uh, thing is, I'm absolutely useless in combat. Um, Oh, just unlike the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> um, if there's a bin near me, I'll try to pick up a trash can and throw it at him. Go right ahead. Okay. So roll a sixty. That will be a miss. Uh, not that good. No. Okay. Um, Mr. Boyle and Miss Boone, would you both make dodge <laughs> rolls, please? Success. Fail. Uh, Ms. Boone, you are hit with a trash can. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to uh, stain my dress. 
it does no damage, but it's going to, you know, basically that's going to be your next action is extracting yourself from having been <laughs> or recovering from having been hit by a trash can. Uh, Forge, you still see no Celine. All right. Um, I won't go uh, more than, you know, half a block down as I look for her. That, that would be basically to the mouth of the alley. Okay, I'll go to the mouth of the uh, alley then. Yeah. You do hear, you can hear police sirens approaching. Excellent. Um, Stefan kind of stands up, takes a step back. The uh, the dog, having been clubbed in the face, um, apparently is now really angry. Uh, <laughs> leaps at the gentleman who uh, clubbed him, uh, knocks him down, and uh, there is a lot of blood. Hmm. Mr. Boyle. Uh, yeah, I just realized I have a blackjack that's just been sitting in my pocket for this whole time, but I guess <laughs> switching out seems uh, seems wrong. So I will uh, I will swing at him again to get another bonus die. Is Mr. Steele still holding on, or is he too busy crashing? Uh, no, he, he, he got away from Mr. Steele. Great, 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 great. Uh, that's a success. Okay. Regular. All damage. Two. Um, he will swing his club at you. Okay. Do you like to dodge or fight back? Uh, I'm dodging. Okay. I don't succeed. Okay. Uh, seven points of damage. He's dead. <gasps> Whoa. Oh, my God. Ow. Uh, what does that take you to? Uh, negative four. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> no full characters here. How do you feel about a character named Robert? <laughs> oh god. Mr. Boyle goes down. Ms. Boone. Um I I'm extracting myself from the trash can at the moment. Right? Yes. <laughs> uh Mr. Steele. I stand up vigorously. I'm gonna Basically, go down and grab for um, Mr. Boyle's gun. Okay. And you then have his gun. you're going to loot the body. Perfect. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah. then basically point at the guy. Okay. I don't think you have enough time to get a shot off by the time no, you can no, get over there and grab the yeah. gun. Uh, Miss LaForge, you hear sirens approaching. Yeah, I will. Uh... Definitely try to find and attract the police to uh, to hear. Okay. Leave at them whatever that takes. Look for them. Uh, Stefan kind of looks around. Celine, Celine, where are you? Uh, the dog leaps at the last remaining thug, and who also goes down in a spray of blood. The dog Definite wins. MVP. Well done. Yeah. So, and so, that's it for the characters. Call it there. Four player characters and a dog. <laughs> I mean, it is it is a thing in in old school D anD D that you know if you can if you can afford to buy that hunting dog, you are in really good shape for uh, for combat. It's true. <laughs> well, Sean, how do you feel about playing a dog? Now?